0: Well, actually, it's a little after three. We're having some technical difficulty here, so we're a little little late today. And we all know what that means. It's time for Broker Talk, the number one weekly real estate podcast hosted by industry professionals. And we are kind of live today. If you want to chat with us, I don't know if you can. I'll just skip ahead. We are broadcasting from the top of the castles unlimited space needle in Boston, Massachusetts. Broker Talk is sponsored today by the mighty Realtors of Castles Unlimited and the Savage Winter Gourmet State Hot Dogs. Also, please go to broker-talk.com for a full list of Broker Talk shows, current and past, and our outro music, which is also on Spotify, great music all around. I'm your host, Jim Lowenstern, and my co-host is Larry Walker. Larry, how are you doing today? Uh,
1: in this day of uh, in the middle of summer, I'm doing pretty good, Jim. Um, how about you? Doing great. Just, well, just excellent here in the hood. Hey, uh, we continue our shows of best practices, and today we're going to be talking about communication. And we're lucky to have uh, a partner from uh, Greg Lieberman Law, Carla. Uh, good al- out. Hey, everybody. Hi, Carla. thank you for having me. Communications, um, specifically in the best practices, we're going to talk about communications. Communications is the lifeblood for any business. For real estate, it's our oxygen. If you are not communicating well with people, uh, you are not going to be successful in this this business. carly we were talking earlier this week and you had some pretty funny stories um about uh, the ways in in which uh people communicate for instance we can call somebody up we can go and talk to them in their in their uh yard or in their well their yard now um uh email uh snail mail um video uh text um some people and some types of people we'll choose just one. Do you, you have any stories like that?
2: Oh, well, I do. Um, I would say that, you know, with real estate, you have to remember, although it's a, it's a much faster paced type of law and everything, it's still a type of law. So, you know, what we're doing as, as, as you know, agents, brokers and attorneys, is we're trying to make sure that no one gets sued. That's why we have contracts. But what I will say is sometimes contracts get breached and when we need to start figuring out where did the information stream come from when we've got Calls and text and voice to text and copies of someone's text to a text and then an email. It's really hard to get it all in one place. And I do notice that some people will say, you know, I only receive texts. I, I, I don't have a voicemail and you need to text me when I send an email. I tell everyone that, you know, this is the one time in your life that you really need to be able to be accessible from, from all aspects. And text is our least from an, from an attorney standpoint is our least favorite way. So, you know, I say to my clients that don't have voicemail set up or anything, if you could set that voicemail up for 30 to 45 days and at least check your emails once a day, that's going to help keep the communication flowing and make sure that you're not missing any time-sensitive documents.
1: Uh, for uh, With a real estate agent, we, we will create our, our listing. And that listing, when it becomes just a PDF with all the pictures and everything, is a very big PDF clients who want you to text that from them, I'm happy to do it, but they can't open it. Or it's such a huge file that, um, in any event, that's just one way that that they're not following best practices. You have to be open to paying attention to all the forms of communication. How about Jim, uh, you Jim, 36 years in the business, you've never had an issue with communications, have you? Uh, 38
0: years, but who's counting? Uh, I've had... the the full range, uh, people that are so tech savvy that they're never going to speak to you. They're never going to meet you. They're going to buy a property by text or email. Usually those people are just going to do everything by text and they're going to Venmo the money. Uh, and then on the other side of it, you've got people that, um, I guess you'd say they're technologically, uh, uh, behind the times. Uh, they don't. They don't have email. They use their wife's email, for example. Oh, I don't have email. I just look at my. I, I send it hey, to my well, wife. I'll. I'll. I'll get it there. Or <clears throat> I, I had somebody once. They wanted me to email them a fax. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. Take two technologies, put them together. Just for me, that would be the way to do it so um yeah and then there are people that you call a hundred times and they don't pick up and they never return the call I never listen to it never ever i mean you can email them you can text them you can call them i guess it's just my personality as the president would say. you know i oh,
1: love them go ahead Carly. i was
2: just gonna say on that note too even with emails you know we'll, we'll put in our subject line very important open immediately you know, and after the third time, we're calling the client going, have you not gotten this? And they're like, oh, no, I didn't think it was important. And I know so <laughs> trying to figure out, like, how to respectfully communicate the urgency of something is still sometimes difficult with communication.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to go. You literally have to drive to their house and knock on the door. I think that's what you
1: have to do. <laughs> and, and listeners of the show know that one of my pet peeves is people who don't answer their phone answer your damn phone, call somebody back in a timely fashion, and you'll do more business. It'll just be better.
0: It, it's hard to believe that there are people that still don't understand the importance of uh, responding
1: Yeah. It's, and communicating. it's sad, and it's, it's pervasive in our industry. Uh, I talked to an agent just yesterday, and he said, no, I never answer my phone because I get too many phone calls. And I think,
0: yeah. Get, well, 90% of them are people calling you back because you wouldn't pick up their call. Exactly. You would, you would have a lot fewer calls that mm-hmm. way. Uh, can we talk about BNI? I am uh, I'm. Oh, yeah. interested yeah. in that subject.
1: Yeah. Sure. yeah. Let, me, let me start with that. Um, Carla is the president of one of the most successful BNI's in the country or just in the state, Carla?
2: That's a really good question. Um, I, I would I would say we're definitely in the top 10 percent, if not 5 percent of the country. Um, we are going to be passing five million dollars of referrals just within our 21 member group this year. Um, I know that there's a couple out in like the San Francisco and Manhattan area that do exceed us. Um, but but we're definitely up there. We, we have a strong but mighty uh, core group with us.
1: We meet once a week on a Wednesday. It's like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, everybody circles around and says, you know, their elevator pitch and boy, it's a great way
0: to practice that elevator pitch. Okay. So, so right now with COVID-19, what are you doing?
2: Pants or no pants, get on the phone. (laughs) Okay. So it's,
1: it's,
0: so it's just Zoom? It's
2: just Zoom.
1: Yeah. It's just Zoom right now.
0: So, so do you think that, okay. So BNI for people that don't know, it's basically a networking group, right? Yep. Isn't that business networking international,
2: international,
0: international? Networking group? Yep. Okay. So uh, and and you generally uh, you're doing it at um, the days in or you know whatever uh, yeah, it at depends. seven o'clock my in I, the morning.
2: Yeah, my old B and I we met at a Bertucci's. Um, this B and I we meet in a um, in a high rise, you know, professional building and over in like Milk Square or whatever that's called, Post Office Square. Um, so it really just depends. Um, They're right. so usually in the morning, although I do know some people who do it actually over cocktail hour, like four to six. Um, so it really just depends what your group is.
0: No, I like that idea. Four
2: I
1: know. <laughs> better.
0: better so,
1: uh. so the the purpose of this is not to just get uh, better in business, but to get better at helping these other business people, the 21 of us, to all get business, and, and they measure that. So... Uh, I know that BNI is a bit expensive uh, to some people, but our uh, we've already been paid uh, had our membership paid for by uh, just
0: two other referrals we had. Thank you very much again, Carla. You're
2: welcome.
0: So, so how does how does so that work? So Carla, uh, you've been doing this for how long? BNI.
2: Oh, I've been in BNI probably half dozen years, I'd say. Um, I originally went to BNI not for me to make money off of, believe it or not. Um, Back in my pre, before I was a real estate attorney, I was a real estate agent and I find, both as a real estate agent and a real estate attorney, I'm the first attorney that most people know. So they come to me and they're like, do you know, do you know? And then in real estate, just in general, it's like, do you know a planer? Do you know a plumber? Do you know this, do you know that? And I wanted to have people other than say, and I'm this old school, Well, just look in the yellow pages. Um, And so I joined the BNI to get really good referrals of people that I knew and trusted that would take care of my clients. Um, and that's why I originally joined and it's only been better from there. It's true. So you do beautiful. have
0: plumbers and electricians? It and, depends. Every
2: group's a little bit different. Um, we are, we're, we're pretty heavy in our real estate and financial sphere. We also have a very healthy um, health sphere. So, um, so yeah, you know, we have multiple different financial platforms and insurance people. We have real estate agents, real estate attorneys, uh, homeowners insurance. So you have
0: more than one real estate agent in the group?
2: No. This how how BNI and I set up is each person has their own seat. So we have a real estate agent, and then um, Larry's in our group as our um, as our uh, property manager. So okay. sometimes people will do more things. Like I do some business law, but we have a business attorney. So my seat in BNI is real estate conveyancing attorney only.
1: And, and my seat is property management, even though everyone also knows I'm a real a realtor as well.
0: And Carla, did you start that group or did it? I did uh, not.
2: That group okay. is uh, one of the oldest groups in um, in Massachusetts. We've been around for 20 years. And we have quite a few members who are original members to the group, which is, I think, a testament of how much they um, rely on that, those contacts to keep their business running.
0: Are you the, the uh, group leader?
2: I am. I'm the president this year.
0: The president, and that's like you voted in.
2: Uh, yes, I got voted in because no one else wanted to do it. No, just kidding. <laughs> yes, yeah. she,
0: she went to the bathroom and we voted her in.
2: Right, pretty much. Congratulations, Madam President. <laughs> and
0: then there's mentor, and then his mentorship programs too, right?
2: Correct. when we have a new um, member come on there there's a mentorship there's online training usually it's live training but there's online training basically we're you know our goal is is to first be able to recap the money that you spent to join BNI because there's a you know an application fee and then there's an annual fee um and so you know depending on the type of business you are if you're a massage therapist charging 85 bucks it maybe takes you a few more pieces of business to to recoup your money if you're in a business like me or or Larry one deal and you you're completely made whole plus made profit so um, for a lot of people, they feel like if I can get one deal, which they're gonna get more, but if they can get one deal've I've covered my cover my cost. And we have a great group. I mean, I'd say we didn't lose any members through going online. Um, we really enjoy each other.'m I'm, I'm sad that Larry hasn't gotten to meet in person a lot of the people. Um, really fun group.
0: Looks like it's commercial time. Let's pay some bills. i, I would I would love that. Evan, please draw the commercial.
2: When you are searching for a new home, you want to be working with a realtor with years of experience a professional with intimate knowledge of the communities that you are considering moving to, and someone who really wants to represent you as a buyer in what is probably the largest investment you will ever make in your lifetime. The Realtors at Castles Unlimited want to be your choice when you are ready to make your next move. Please visit us at castlesunlimited.com or call us anytime at 800-967-3561. The Realtors at Castles Unlimited are here to help your next purchase, lease, or sale of any real estate, the easiest decision you've ever made. Start your search anytime, 24-7 at castlesunlimited.com. There we go. Um, back to
1: the communications part uh, of the show, I did a, a little bit of search and um, found out that business communication and real estate communication are a little bit different. You know, be consistent, be, um, uh, uh, be careful with your humor. Uh, I have to watch that. Um, be available, be professional, but in real estate, um, your communication skill also includes your, your ability to listen. You've gotta be listening, you've gotta ask good questions and actually be listening. Pay attention to their body language. Are they turned towards you? Are they turned away from you? Uh, are they not looking at you? Is there no eye contact? All of these kinds of things are incredibly important and differentiate one professional from another professional. So I, I just wanna share a story with, uh, with our audience um, I have had my company called Your Stories, now Your Stories Realty Group, um, since 2001. And every single email that goes out from my office at the bottom of it says it's all about you because everybody knows that I, I focus my business on getting you what you want because I already have most of what I want. And so um, this week... I sent some letters to one of our attorneys uh, on the other side, and he called up my partner and said, what the F is wrong with Lawfer? He's saying F you to you, to me in three letters. And my partner said, what? And and he said, yeah, he said, it's all about you. Like, hey, it's all about you. And my partner just laughed you know, <laughs> and called me up right away. But in the me- meantime, this lawyer had written me this kind of nasty grand, say, what do you mean all about you? It's fuck you. It's all, whoop, oh,
0: there said. is. <laughs> second,
2: seven second delay.
0: <laughs> Come on, this is a family show. This is the part I have to be careful about, but. Um, Got a so, lot of kids uh, in our audience.
1: It, but in any event, um, here's, you know, a, a thing that I've been saying forever, and uh, there's been five people now in, in my whole um, 20 plus years here that have taken it the wrong way. So those people I'm always very wary of because they're not
0: listening and they want to jump on anything that you say. It's, it's all about you to be taken the wrong me. way. That's that's wild. Yeah.
2: yeah and and, and I were talking about that the other day or, or earlier today about you know how many times I'm negotiating a purchase and sale agreement or we're trying to come to terms about an extension or something. And if I just write back, I won't agree to that. That comes off very differently than if i call up someone and go i won't agree to that let me explain why let's find some middle ground language um and i can't tell you how many times attorneys on the other side or an agent if i'm you know if there's no attorney representation will say thank you for calling you're right i would have taken that the wrong way and so i think that the phone is um it's 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 this it's discounted in our world today because there's so many other ways to communicate but sometimes just picking up the phone solves so many
1: problems or prevents problems from coming about. You know, the golden rule of communications for real estate agents is to be goal oriented. Never start talking unless you know where you're going with it. I think, you know, you go into a presentation, you know that at the end of the presentation, they want to say, yes, I want to work with you. So your conversation during that whole process is to help them make that decision. You have to be actively listening to, uh, to help people with their, um, what they're doing and where they're going. Because people have different styles. You, know, you have analytical people, you have expressive people, you have emotional people, you have the engineer types. Uh, each one of those styles is going to treat you a little bit differently. Um, uh, a, a, what they do, a, a high D in the disk profile, very aggressive people. They don't want to listen to stuff. They want to make a decision quick. Just give them the facts. You know, if they say they're ready to sign, don't tell them another story, sign sign the damn deal, move on. Um, But Expressives, uh, uh, they want to hear the story. Here's Here's another thing. You want to create rapport with that person. And part of that is, oh, you like dogs? I like dogs too. You should hear about Fluffy and then go on and talk about your dog,
0: Fluffy. Speaking about dogs, Broker Talk is sponsored today by the Savage Wiener. Gourmet steak hot dogs, the perfect grilling treat is the Savage Wiener Gourmet Steak Hot, steak hot Dog. Go to SavageWiener.com and use discount code Broker Talk to receive 20% off your order of eight or more packages of four of your delectable and delicious steak wieners. That's the Savage Wiener.com. Good segue. I, I so, like so, so. the Savage
1: Wiener, what, eight times four. I'm not good in math. 32. That's a thing to say. 32
0: race. hot dogs. That's just enough for uh, one or two people for dinner.
2: <laughs> Without the bun. That's the bulk. Uh,
0: that's right. You're
2: protein. You're fine. Yeah. Uh,
1: who is that guy? Joey Bananas or something? The guy that, that breaks that record? us.
0: I knew he was a, a fruit night. I think he's eaten about 150 at the time, I but, think, it, but these are actually twice the size of those. Yeah. And, and they taste better than, uh, than
1: the ones that they use there. Um, I think another really important fact about communication, especially in real estate is that a real estate agent has to be able to have uncomfortable conversations. You have uncomfortable conversations when you first talk to the person, when you're trying to get in the house to talk to them for a presentation. You have uh, uncomfortable conversations when you have to tell them um, uh, that they didn't get the price that they wanted or there was something wrong in the inspection. You have to be able to be ready for those conversations and then to talk to them. So here we're going to bring in a dog, (laughs) not one that we're going to eat.
2: Oh, he's so cute. Or it might be a sheep, right?
0: Oh. Yeah, it
1: said, what the
2: heck? Dad, what are you doing to me here? He
0: weighs a million pounds. This is the fattest. They, they'd say it's a labrador, but I, I have no clue as to what this dog is. He's just he's just so heavy. And he, he just walked by, so I had to grab him. I think I just threw my back out. <laughs> my, my the next sponsor is gonna be CBD oil. Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: It is a live <laughs> show. End of, end of my studio. <laughs> Just destroyed my my entire house. He's no fun. He falls over. Sounds like uh fire sign theater. It, 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 it is. But oh boy, we're going way back now. Yeah, well, I do go back.
2: So those uncomfortable conversations, Larry, I would say, you know, I agree with you as an attorney, you're used to having them. Um, and if, and if you can't have them, then, you know, I don't know what sort of law you can go practice. Um, but I think that if you take it from a standpoint that, you know, like you said, information is key. We all know that information is power. Information is key. Rip that band aid off. But as you're ripping off the band aid, I think what you were saying before about having a path and where you're going. So here's the problem we have a hot water here that's leaking or we have active termite or we have, you know, whatever it be, where are the solutions? Okay. So we can either take it, ask for a price reduction or ask the seller to do this or we can do like have, have as many options. Like, you know, I usually say, try to have two or three, sometimes three isn't an option, but you know, be ready to pivot with a solution. So it's like you, you sandwich it or, you know, as my, as, uh, as one of my paralegals, like to say, you Oreo it, you know, it's the hard stuff, the soft middle, the hard stuff again. And so, you know, you sandwich that in there, and you kind of slip in the bad news but then it's like well look at how great this is going to be we already know that you had a bad hot water heater which means six months down the road your hot water heater won't just go We're like we already know this so you've already put the silver lining on the bad information
0: exactly
1: exactly um i, I think it's so important uh at the, right before i have a client sign with me pens poised or they're ready to to click on the button i say i just have to tell you something in real estate every single deal always has something going wrong at some point we don't know what it is but it will be there there's going to be three uh uh-oh moments and one jump off the cliff moment i only tell you this because i know they're coming and when they arrive i'm going to be able to talk to you because i'm going to come to you with a solution people like to be forewarned they don't like to all of a sudden go to the inspection and hear uh, your hot water heater is bad. I mean, if there's if there's water leaking or if you've got brown water coming out of your hot spigot, that, that hot water heater is on its way. Um, so as a professional agent, you should know what's going on with that house before the inspection. Um, you have to be careful because when you know really bad stuff,
0: you have to disclose it. That's the law. Um, so I That's know. like under-promise and over-deliver.
2: 100%. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No. people let want- them know that things can get really hairy, but if everything goes smoothly, yeah, that's great. But don't expect it.
1: No, because uh, have you ever had a deal just go so smoothly that not?
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. rare.
0: There's always benign, sm- benign neglect is the best way to handle everything. <laughs>
2: So just don't answer your emails, don't pick up your calls, don't answer text messages, and just go to the closing and pretend like everything's fine. Is that what I'm hearing? Is
0: I had one of one of my first deals many years ago when I was selling real estate in Florida. Florida, it's an offer and purchase. It's all one long contract. Offer's on the front, you turn it over, and all the terms of the purchase and sale are on the back. You take an offer at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's signed at 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They have to put down the entire balance for escrow. And it was one of my first deals. And the people uh, put down $1,000. Uh, I had never done a home inspection because it was Palm Beach. and It was mainly condos I was selling, mid-rises. And uh, no one ever asked for a mortgage contingency. Everyone was paying cash. So I never knew what a mortgage loan uh, contingency would be. And they wouldn't take my calls. Didn't put down any money after the first thousand dollars. It rode all the way to the closing and they showed up. I kept calling them, they wouldn't they wouldn't take my calls. But they did show up. Did it close? Yeah, close. Amazing. It's we didn't know from day one till the closing other than an uh, uh, occasional uh, smoke signal from uh, their attorney. Yeah. One
1: of my favorite, uh, I should say, least favorite things is when an agent uh, comes to you and said, in my, pick the number of years. 20
2: number years, of years.
1: <laughs> I have never, and I'm, I'm sorry, if you're in this business, every single day you have an experience you've never had before. So shut up. You know, let's let's find the solution.
0: Well, lucky for me, I had that craziness right up front. I was front loaded. I was so nervous. I mean, not that I wouldn't love the money now, but back then I needed the money. Yeah, and I had no idea if it was coming. Yeah, commission—they call that now.
2: The first, um, the first home inspection I ever did with a buyer um, was a three-level mid-rise in Malden. And I didn't know, I'd never been on a home inspection. It was kind of like late fall, early winter. So it was kind of like that cold day. And we were, you know, we were waiting in the car and we didn't know the home inspector had showed up. And we get out of the car and the home inspector just looks at my, I was like, hi, you know, I'm Carla, these are my buyers and everything. And then he just goes, we have a huge problem here. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, what's the problem? And he points to a couple bushes. This is a complete brick building. He goes, see those bushes? You're going to have massive termite problems. <laughs> And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm like 23 years old at the time thinking to myself, I don't know much about houses and I grew up in Florida, but like brick and term, you know, and it just, it freaked the buyers out right off the bat. After home inspection, they were like, we're not buying the house. And as much as we like try to because talk. Because bushes. It, but yeah, so, you know, it's like setting expectations for people is, is huge. And that's another way that you're communicating with best practices. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Broker Talk is a weekly podcast hosted by real estate industry professionals and always dedicated to telling it like it is. I'm Jim Mullenstern. My co host is Larry Lauper, the big fat dog that just destroyed everything. His name is Brownie. And Carla Goodall. Good ale, like
2: good beer. Good ale. Good, ale.
0: good ale. Yes. What is <laughs> our great- Till next week. Great show, Carla. Thanks so
1: much.
2: Thank you. See everybody.